0: everyone join javier belinda and suhana on create
1: where we speak to content creators
0: and talk about all things content creation remember to like share subscribe and ring the notification bell
2: wait 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 we're on spotify
0: oh okay hello everyone make sure to like
1: share and follow our podcast.
0: hey everyone welcome to radio Paul's, the sound of any west this is create i'm Sahana.
2: i'm belinda and i'm Mildred. i'm the special guest today but Ooh. also it's not about me guys okay i know this is my first time on a podcast but who we have here today i promise you guys is i can't believe he's here right now because i'm so we shaking. are so lucky <laughs> we're so lucky it's Anthony
3: Smith! Woo! Yeah.
2: Woo! Let's Anthony. go!
3: Let's go! Hello, Singapore! Oh!
2: Hello, go. Anthony! Hello, Anthony! <laughs> hello, Anthony. Thank you <laughs> for being
3: here today! Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here.
2: We <gasps> We're love so, so you. lucky you could be here. Before
0: That's we start, right. do you want to give our audience a little bit of an introduction about yourself, some of your favorite projects this year, just all about you?
3: Yeah. Uh, oh my gosh. I'm so bad at this. Um, hi, I call myself a creative. Hi, I'm Anthony Smith. I'm 21 years old. I call myself a creative. Let's start with that. Um, I started off my uh career. Uh, I was an actor. Uh, Very young and I moved on to graphic design and that's kind of how I grew my following on social media was doing graphic design work for like social media influencers and uh, big brands like companies like Netflix and NBC and all that jazz. And then I started a podcast because I really was craving that social interaction interaction with um you know other creatives in the world i feel like you know people change people and i definitely think like so many conversations in my life has impacted my course of where i want to head and like how i approach different you know life hurdles and yeah then i ended up you know starting this podcast I didn't think anybody was going to watch it didn't know if i was going to make it past episode 3 and we made it to past episode 23. Ooh. And um you, yeah, it's awesome. And now we're working on season two. And it's just a really exciting time. I'm really excited. Like so sorry, the sun, if you guys can see the video, the sun's on my face. It's just a whole thing. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, the course of m- my life. And I guess by you know, taking on so many cool creative endeavors, I've grown like a really cool following who um I like to think are just as creatively diverse. Versus I am and they don't like to tie themselves down to one creative outlet so that's kind of where I am now
0: nice thank you so much so so you mentioned that you started off acting right so was that Mm -hmm. was that same in in Montreal or
3: yeah that was in Montreal so funny thing um I was like I was in performance like ever since I was like five years old I was in my school performance I was like in a private school. So we went to like this really bougie like theater every year and put on like this really like mm-hmm. high budget production. Like, no wonder that school was so expensive. Um, but yeah, so I did like so much like theater. And then when I was a little older and I figured out what an actor was on television, I was like, how did we go get there? I got my parents to sign me up for an agency and um, I did like a couple of local auditions and local work. And then I was like, okay, this is boring. I want to be on Disney Channel um that sounds like more fun because obviously the the film industry is different from Canada to United States and my agent was like we can't help you with that so me being the 13 year old that I was decided to email agencies in Los Angeles and I was just like can I please audition for you and it was like (laughs) well you got to move here that never happened so acting kind of took the back burner but now with technology and self-tapes and stuff like that it's way easier to access auditions than it was like back then and even with the pandemic even if you live in the United States, um, a lot of people will send in self-tapes.
2: No, yeah. I've heard from one of my friends who is also an actor in LA. Like he is also like, it's easier for him now that he's sending out like a lot of self-tapes to uh, like, different like productions and stuff. And they like just cast him. I think it's much easier too. because But the only thing that they can't really tell is like your height or like your build yeah that's the only difference that they can't do but other than that it's okay that acting took uh it's okay that acting's in the back burner right now right now you're doing what you love and you're expressing yourself through various channels of content creation you're from what I see you're a multimedia uh like design like artist yes you're you're an artist and I've seen your works like your illustrations from Netflix for uh, like all the different like channels, Keen and JC, or like content creators like that. Like, how was it when you first, you know, made that connection with them? Like, how did you like, you know, get to know them? Or like, what what network in your bed was this? Like, just tell us. What I was.
3: don't know how I finessed all of it, to be quite <laughs> honest. Um, you know, I think like a lot of the time, like we are our biggest enemies. So there's a lot of time where I feel like we set our own limits. And that was like very much the case for me until I was like, what do I have to lose? Like, to be honest. So yeah. um, when I reached out to my first creators, I just sent in an email and I was like, this is what I want to offer. This is what I want to do with you guys. would love to do it if you guys gave me the opportunity. And then, you know, they were like, yeah, sure. We'll we'll work on something together. And, the you know, I went to LA for Adobe with Lily Singh. And that was a contest that
0: wow. literally
3: the last night, the deadline for that contest, I was like, what do I have to lose? And I booked that, which was insane. (laughs) Yeah. And I went to LA and they, they, they like your work ethic and they're just like, Oh, we want to work on something else with you. So it's been just a lot of, it's so surreal. And it's just been a lot of, you know, kind of going step by step, like knocking on doors, whether they open for you or not is not in your hands, but Mm -hmm. it'll be a definite no if you don't ask. So, you know, just keep, keeping doing that and then the, the roster gets bigger and, you know, in a lot of the entertainment industry, it's like word by ear. So if you hear about someone, then you'll reach out to that person. So just maintaining like really good relationships and always working hard and like going the extra mile can like go a really long way in terms of like honing in really good relationships with people in that industry. And ever since then, it's just been like this amazing roller coaster. So I'm like just really grateful to be on it. And yeah. Well, yeah.
0: that. <laughs> no, I really like that you touched on the struggle because I don't know, I feel like a lot of people, I mean, I, I guess now it's being talked about more, but in the beginning we would see like documentaries of like child actors or like generally people who've made it in the industry and you're like, "Oh, but h- how do I do that?" But I think yeah. you touched on such an important part that there is a big aspect of it which is sending cold calls and sending emails and not getting responses and sending your CVs yeah. to places and you won't get a response. I feel like I've felt that through like internships, which is really not the same. But I don't know. It gives you like but congruence. it is.
3: But it is. You know what I mean? Like I feel like that. What I found out with having you know friends and connections in the entertainment industry, and also I have like my friends here in Canada who you know studying you know communications ordinary, and you know yeah. you know they well not ordinary, but they just do like more like the well, like
4: like the conventional
3: the, the nine to five,
4: conventional, yeah,
3: yeah, nine to five job and there's just like, it's, it's, it's the same thing. Like the words collide in that way that we're all just trying to find like our place in the world. We're all trying to like seize our opportunities and whether that's, you know, if you want to work in construction or if you want to be the face of a brand, it's just, it's the same struggle. It's the same stress. And I feel like, you know, we can all relate to each other on that level that, that's kind of been the point of Sunset Drive too, is kind of like, we're all like, you know, in our teens or twenties figuring life out and everybody's pretending like we have it all together, but nobody has it all together. (laughs) And I feel like that's, you know, where I think we, everybody can like bond on that level. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So on that topic, right, can I ask, um, because you said that you've dabbled in, like, acting, but then you later decided to go on to graphic design in university, so do you have any advice for people who want to join the content creation industry, but they don't know which path to take?
3: With acting or uh, graphic design?
1: Mm, I think both. Like, in general, like... mm,
3: Okay, great. Um, So for example, with graphic design, I went into my first year of CGEP, which is a very like niche form of, you know, our education system in Quebec is very unique and we have CGEP. So I took graphic design then because I still wanted to act and acting was still a very big importance in my life, but I couldn't do it physically in LA. So I just sent in audition tapes. But when I was uh, taking graphic design courses, one of the best advice one of my teachers gave me which by the way that program was a waste of time but the best advice they gave me was uh, Instagram will become your portfolio nobody's doing websites anymore whatever you have on your social media just like post that and that's where Anthony's Graphics came from Um, it was a stupid name that it came up like in three seconds because my teacher told me to make an account in graphic design class and I was like okay cool Anthony's Graphics sure why not and um that account grew tremendously i think it's all about being consistent and creating projects for things that you like and you love and i think with that you'll draw in the audience that you know have common um interests as you so if I drew characters from one of my favorite tv shows I would get a lot of followers from people from that tv show um, and then you build this kind of sense of community and then after that like if I drew something from a show that people weren't familiar with they would watch it because I drew it and they were like oh like Anthony we have like the same tastes in tv shows so it, that's kind of like how I feel like I built that following in terms of acting you know acting is a uh, very uh, Uh, non-inclusive industry in terms of social media. Like I didn't have that many actor followers on my social media. And then I switched from, I went from Canada to LA for just a month. And then like, I got a bunch of actors following me now because they meet you in real life and they want to make that network connection. So I think, I think my best advice to become like an actor influencer, first of all, is in, uh social media is super important. If you want to become an actor, because you are your best source of um, self-promotion. So for example, if they want to hire you in a movie and they don't have that much budget for promotion, they're going to hire somebody who has like a hundred K followers because they will promote the movie. And then that's a hundred K people that you can reach by just having this person in your movie but you know some people will be like oh no i'm too artsy for instagram like i don't want to have an account for instagram you know a lot of people are like that believe me or not um and then they will struggle a little bit more because like you're not going to promote it at all because you don't use social media so i think with acting it's all about getting into acting classes meeting people is really important networking is like so important so many of the projects that I have coming up are because I networked a lot and um yeah and I feel like after that just like network the best of your abilities build your following be consistent I know it's hard obviously sometimes I feel like when you're in like a little small town like how can I post on social media like me with my breakfast like you know there's like <laughs> not that much that you could actually put out there um but I think it's all about you know like Keeping consistent and meeting people is super important in the acting world. And even if you're not finding that LA community in your own community, you can still find people who are acting in your community. Like there's people everywhere who want to do what you want to do. So whether you're in Singapore or in Canada or Australia, there's a film industry there. So you just have to go and find it.
0: Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. I feel like any newcomers in any industry, like this is such valuable pieces of advice um now that you've been in the industry for a couple years is there anything that kind of surprised you or something you read online that you thought oh no I'm sure that doesn't happen and then you went there and you're like that actually does
3: okay I will blow people's minds when people say (laughs) we're just like a family in the entertainment bullshit (laughs) such (laughs) bullshit listen It's like a giant high school. Like that's what the Mm -hmm. entertainment is like. Entertainment industry is like it's just like a giant high school. You have your little cliques, and even though the entertainment industry is so big, it is yet so small. So words travel fast. Um, That's like the thing that surprised me the most. Because whenever you know you see actors on television, and not even people in their own cast, but like people when when they're just like they reference another actor, like oh Mm -hmm. we heard this person is going out for that role, like. What do you think of that? Like, oh my God, they are lovely. You know, I'm excited by this.
4: No, <laughs> that's not true. All...
3: Well, sometimes I'm sure it is, you know, sometimes I'm sure it is. But from my experience, I've noticed it's, it's this giant high school. Everybody's trying to make it. Nobody, like, I'm sure some people have bad intentions, just like they're people with bad intentions in high school, but everybody's just trying to figure their life out and mm-hmm. they're trying to make it and they're trying to be well surrounded. But obviously some people have dual intentions and yeah. Yeah, that's the part that I think surprised me the most is how like, oh, we're just back in high school now, are we (laughs) like it's when you feel like you've escaped it, you're dragged back in. And I feel like this could be said the same way about like any office environments, you know, when you apply for a job, we're just like a big family. Sure, maybe that's the (laughs) intentions, but sometimes it's just a big high school and you know people get into drama and it's it's like a whole thing so yeah. I think that's a part that surprised me the most but then again I haven't met one of those like nasty people that I like you know I keep referring to that's a high school oh thank I never god met them. <laughs> yeah so people on the Sunset Drive roster like all gems I'm like really lucky with that but you know I've heard things about people and I'm like oh my gosh like
0: I feel like because I I watch a lot of like Bollywood movies and Bollywood because I'm Indian myself and in it there's like this massive discussion about nepotism and it's just like this big debate about actors kids getting roles and like especially when in interviews they're like oh I didn't know he was going for that role it's just like no because all the big directors their kids will get launched by the best producers and then there's been this recent kind of rebellion in a sense where a bunch of people are not working with directors whose kids are in the industries and they're trying to go against it and i think it's so cool because you're so right it happens everywhere this kind of drama
3: <laughs> yeah it's ever and listen the whole nepotism thing i it <laughs> comes back to the thing i said like literally at the previous questions it's who you know networking yeah, it's all about connections and if, yeah and if the person you know is your dad or your mom <laughs> and you wanna go into the acting industry, are you just gonna like be like, no, I wanna go the hard way. No, you're gonna go the way that you know how to, and you're gonna be like, mom, can you call up this producer and have a set of meeting? And a lot of the time, you know, that also drives sales in terms of being like, mm-hmm. oh, this incredibly famous actress's daughter is the lead in this movie. Mm-hmm. There you go. You know, you have your source of promotion. So I didn't know it happened like in Bollywood. I'm like, I have only dipped my toes into like (laughs) Bollywood style films. Like
0: Mm -hmm. one of my
3: favorite movies is My Name is Han. Oh, Um, such a
0: good movie, such a good movie. Yeah, like
3: that movie left me scarred for life. Um, But you know, like it's it's, in every industry, it's a high school, it's, you know, it's it's the way it is. And honestly, like it's probably true for every industry in life, I think so.
2: No, know completely I agree with you like even at the workplace there's so much politics like people are just it's it's really like a doggy dog kind of situation sometimes where like chill we're all trying to like work towards the same goal but people are just like no you know what let me just not be a nice person for a day and I don't understand why this is but even in school <laughs> Exactly. Oh, cool. Even in group projects, I think Javier has one too many experiences that he kind of <laughs> want to share. I don't know. We'll do it during the commercial break. However, let's move on to something a little bit more positive. Which is, yeah, what is your favorite um, work environment that you've been in? Like a, it could be Netflix, it could be Adobe, any of the environments that you felt really like truly supported.
3: Oh, um, you know what's crazy is I do a lot of it from this office that you're standing in right now this is kind of where it all began um so i would say adobe was a very incredible work environment they flew me out from canada to la so supported people from that crew with lily saying like just incredibly nice and um cordial you know like lily i remember after yeah, they were so sweet. Like they were just like, oh, like this is my assistant. Like make sure they get she gets your phone number. So if you're ever in LA, you want to go grab coffee, or you want to go, you know, see a taping of my show, or whatever. Just like, you know, feel free. And with them, I felt really supported. I started a new job at Fanjoy now, which is the merchandise company that makes uh, a lot of YouTuber merch. And I started working there like two weeks ago, Ooh. and I can work from home in Canada, but they're also like can you come to LA also while we wait for your visa? Like, can you come a couple of times a year? So, you know, I pop in and visit and, but I, I work from Canada um, and they have been a really good work environment too. I feel like when I say like, you know, the, the high school environment, that specific job has, I haven't sensed that at all. Like everybody's just like, your wins are everybody's wins. You know, it's, it feels kind of like a startup environment. So everybody's mm-hmm. like working just so hard to pick up the brand and elevate it as high as they can. And that has been a really like positive work environment, which is crazy because we work for influencers and influencer has such a weird connotation to it sometimes. Um, but it's, been, it's just been the best. I've met so many cool YouTubers. That I haven't before in like just the span of two weeks. And yeah, it's been like a really supportive and fun work environment for sure.
0: Wow, I feel like Fanjoy is so perfect for you because it, it like it combines your illustration and design with the content creation and the influencers. Like I I know if you asked someone 20, 30 years ago like what what Fanjoy is that what it stands for, it wouldn't have even come up because at that time no one was making merch. Influencers wasn't wasn't even a concept. But for now it's it's perfect yeah. for you.
3: It's I love it so much and it, it like I was like the last week I was in LA, I was like, let me just like shoot them an email, like see what happens. And like, they offered me a job on the spot, which was crazy. And so I've been living in Canada forever, but now with Fandra, they're like, we're going to get you the, this visa to come live in the States with us and like work at the office. So it's just a really cool, exciting endeavor. And like, I've been already having so much fun um, already working with them. So I, I cannot be more grateful for that opportunity, for sure. Mm,
2: Hundred
1: mm-hmm. percent. On that you. topic, right? Can I ask what is your favorite thing about working at FanDroid at the moment?
3: My favorite thing with working at Fan—it's never boring. It is never boring because you know when I work with Colleen or Rachel or whoever. Like this is Colleen's merch. We you know designed it together. And then we did it like four times a, a year with FanJoy. I'm not only working with two, three people, I'm working with 20. So you have this huge roster of people. And so whenever like one of the collections is in production or has launched, you're already working on something else. So it's always a new thing, a fresh take, a new product, a new, you know, whatever. Um, that would be one of my favorite things because I, I can get, Bored very easily because like that's just my creative adhd brain i get bored of things very easily but with them it's just been super fun and the team is just 10 out of 10 so that would be my favorite part of working at fanjoy
2: i think that is so sick to hear because like fanjoy actually i won't lie i actually have a few t-shirts from fanjoy and the quality is so good like what cotton do are like, so comfy i think, I think it's you can, such a good brand Right. hundred percent. You can I well now
3: I know all the secrets, but oh. <laughs> you can't um, reveal them. <laughs> I can't reveal the secret, but no, they make like such comfy merch. And like behind every merch, this is one thing that I want to bring to Fanjoy. It's just like I want to bring the awareness to how talented the people at the company are. Because of course I designed some of the merch for Colleen and a lot of people, but the other hundreds of brands they represent. Has a team of a brand design uh, of brand manager, and they have a graphic designer, and the tech designer, and the marketing designers. It's like a whole team that passes on the baby from one to the other, and there's just so much trust in passing that project on to somebody else uh, to completion. And um, that's one thing I really want to bring. I think when I'm going to go to LA and visit the office, I'm definitely going to film like a TikTok kind of like my day, the day in the life, just so people can see like how incredibly incredible people at fanjoy are so i mean it's so nice to hear that you love the quality because i have all the merch from fanjoy just like in the back here like you know we have like more stuff and then somewhere yeah you know we got a t-shirt you know i still have like stuff that i haven't unpacked from fanjoy because i have so much mm-hmm. um but their quality, 10 out of 10 i dress Myself in Fanjoy merch most of the time, so that's great. Love the company.
2: Honestly, it's like honestly, just promo- at this point, we're just promoting Fanjoy and like. Yeah, well, no, this,
3: is an ad. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> this is an ad. So, don't know what we're gonna do about it. Might need to cut, but we'll see. No, I'm yeah. but I promise, like, I genuinely do believe like Fanjoy has some of the best qualities uh, of clothing. But with that, with like you know, create the creation of like a lot of the um, products for Fanjoy what is the most like chal- like challenging thing you face? Like when you start working there, was it like an ideation process? Like, cause I know sometimes as creatives we get a little bit like stuck in a little rut kind of situation. So how do you pull yourself out of that?
3: Um, from working at Fanjoy or working with like influencers who work at Fanjoy. Cause like I started working at Fanjoy two weeks ago, but I've been working like with Fanjoy for like two years which like w- it's different answers.
2: <laughs> oh, different. OK, you, if you want to touch on both, you can feel free. Let's Just do free it. To touch on both. Let's do it. Okay.
3: The, be- the the hardest part about working, f- making merch in the beginning before I started working at Fanjoy was Colleen Ballinger. <laughs> 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 she was the hardest part. <laughs> and like, I love her to tears. She knows this. It's at a point where now where we make merchandise. She's like, you've been working for me for two years. You know this at this point. <laughs> she's the, she's the loveliest person, but Colleen has like ADHD. So do I, but ADHD is a spectrum. Right.
4: Mm-hmm. And
3: so um, if I tell her we need to launch merch in September, um, we need the designs by August, like mid August. And that's it. Cause we need to launch in September. She will wait until the very last <laughs> day for any notes or <laughs> corrections because in her brain, it is not a priority until we're at the finish line and that's just the way she is with everything even if like her shows her online shows that she does like she'll wait until the last minute to get everything together because like you cannot process like that it's so soon so that like Colleen is a is a hardball but I'll, also I know that's how she works now so um Colleen don't You'll listen get used to this to it. but like yeah what I what I do now is I tell her the deadline is like two weeks earlier than it actually is so Oh, now <laughs> we're always ahead so we're good
4: <laughs> but yeah and i would
3: i would say at Fanjoy, oh, the biggest hurdle honestly it's just like waiting because like a lot of the time like we need approval from these influencers and you know some of them i have their phone number i can just hit them up like hey this is the deal what are we thinking and then they're like yeah cool this is what we like mm-hmm. and other times it takes like a week to get an answer and then they're like then it's like oh but we want to launch on that day but then it's like oh but you know you waited t- some time to get approval it's like a whole we need to respect deadlines we need to respect timelines and obviously the creator is like number one so sometimes when I, I want to get the ball rolling I'm so excited about the collection and I just have to wait for the okay I'm like oh come on <laughs> like
4: yeah you know
3: what I mean but I guess it just stems from my excitement about like, just like making stuff happen. And I guess uh, the third question was kind of like how to get myself out of a rut. Honestly, getting out of the house is a really big one. I feel like when you work in social media and in like social media production, it's just so easy to be on your phone all day, get on your computer all day and you're going to get maxed out and you're going to screw your eyes up and it's not a good deal. So for me, you know, I have a dog So with him, I can just like, oh, go on a walk. And that's like my activity. I can just get out of the house. If you have good friends that will drag you out of the house, my friends are adamant. Sometimes I'm just like, I'm like, I have work to do guys tonight. They're like, you have work that you can do after we go out. Um, You know, so having people to pull you out of that, you know, constant state of mind is a really good and a really good thing. And also like really good for your mental health. So you don't feel trapped in your own thoughts, you know,
1: that's good yeah thank you anthony for your insights about content creation and everything else so um this will be the end of our first talk set um stay tuned for the second talk set we'll be doing a rapid fire segment Woo!
3: (laughs) yay
4: see you guys soon
0: Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Create. We are from Radio Pulse, the sound of
2: NUS. I'm Sahana. I'm Belinda. And I'm Mildred. And we have...
3: I'm Anthony. Woo!
2: Woo! (laughs) So, if you missed the...
0: First talk set, we had some really, really interesting anecdotes and insights from Anthony. And for the second one, we're hoping to ask you a bunch of rapid fire questions just to see the first thing that comes to your mind, anything about your likes, your dislikes, all that fun stuff. Love that. Okay, so let me, let me just get started. What is the best thing that happened to you this month?
3: <gasps> Ooh, booking my flight back to LA.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> yes What's your favorite board game
3: oh uh life the game of life
0: great <laughs> the guy from the previous episodes said <laughs> the same thing and i agree
3: yes it's a solid board game
2: 100%.
0: when are you most oh. inspired
3: uh people inspire me a lot i love i love just talking with creative people and i could like inspire me so much for sure
2: i agree like talking to creatives like oh i'm so i'm just so pumped ready to get like creating and like all that kind of stuff but yeah. creation let's talk let's get a little bit juicy now who is your favorite guest on your sunset drive podcast <gasps>
3: <Ooh.
2: Uh-oh>. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> <laughs>
4: um
3: okay see i like all of them for very different reasons. I will say my episode with Owen Joyner was just like way beyond what I expected it to be. He was like way more candid and just like so like easy to be like vulnerable with and just like he went like in very like deep parts that I didn't even ask him to go there and he just did because he felt like it was important to the conversation. And that episode, I think, is my most viewed episode. Ooh. just 10 out of 10. I, I think like that episode, if there's like one that you're like, I need to listen to Sunset Drive. I don't know where to begin. Or I want to sense the vibe of the episodes. Check out Owen's episode. You're going to get a good idea of what it's all about.
2: That's 100%. Nice. Like Owen, I feel like he has so much self-awareness. Like this guy is so talented. His mind, I don't know what is in it. I've been trying to figure it out. I, but if you can, please ask like whoever you can. Just <laughs> I just want to know what's up there like he's-
3: i think owen just has a really good heart and i think he is very sensitive and i think um we don't see that in a lot of men nowadays especially in the public eye so i think it's really refreshing to see somebody be that vulnerable and on the po- and he wasn't trying to be anybody else also he was just like you know like i, I had the coffee and he was like oh I'll just try the coffee and he was like so toned yeah. down like he didn't he didn't hype up things to be like too hard it was just like very like casual and it's funny, because like, I I maintain friendships with so many, so many people on the podcast, Owen's kind of one of the, of the people that I've just met on the podcast, and we haven't gotten the chance to reconnect ever since. But like, I will always have like a very, like good, like good perspective of him and a good like idea of how good, uh-huh. like how kind this guy is just from that like hour and a half we had together. And I remember I was on a podcast with him. And I was just like, do you like do you want to keep going? And then he was like I have nothing to do. <laughs> <Just> keep going. <laughs> <That's> so, <laughs> so nice. it, yeah, it was really dope. Uh, Owen was great.
2: Okay. okay. I feel like you're I feel like you're the same way. I'm so sorry guys. I know this is supposed to be rapid fire, but No, no, it's okay. I would love <laughs> to hear what you have
0: to say. I'm so
2: excited. <laughs> right? Like when you like honestly, even you when you speak, we're like so intrigued to like listen to the conversations cuz you bring No, genuinely, you bring so much to the table and we're like Thank we learn something new every day. So, yeah, like even <laughs> um,
0: our audience has not was not here during the ad break, but oh my god, the conversations we had during the ad break, like I kind of wish we recorded them.
3: We can we can touch back on it later. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Absolutely. Let me let me come back to the, the rapid fire. Okay. If you could teach one subject in school, what would it be?
3: PE because I think it'd be funny (laughs) (laughs) like I think the logical answer would probably be like English or art but I just think like like theater but I think just me knowing nothing about like like PE that'd be hilarious
0: just standing there with a whistle in a tracksuit yeah
3: yeah yeah just like I'd be that guy in the chair like keep running just keep so I can make them feel what I felt in high school, but I feel like the the, the logical answer that I would love the most is probably theater. That's right.
0: Nice.
3: Yeah, yeah.
0: What is your favorite beverage?
3: Oh, oh, oh! Honestly, I'll go really bougie because I have like three that I rotate with. Okay, uh-huh. so either the watermelon Red Bull, ten out of ten, delicious. Mm-hmm. Um, I love a good Coke Zero. Um. Add, not add. Plug. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I have four actually. So, uh, Red Bull, um, Coke Zero, tea from David's Tea. It's called Throat Rescue. I drink it all the time. I have a giant jar. I've introduced all my friends to it and they're all obsessed with it. And the fourth one would be um, a vanilla, vanilla bean frappuccino from Starbucks. That's nice. Yay.
0: And what would be your favorite birthday cake flavor?
3: I don't like cake I know <gasps> shocker oh my God. I don't like cake oh I think the frosting ruins it for me I don't know why do you, you like sponge cake good. I don't even know what sponge cake is <laughs> no because you usually don't uh, frost sponge cake like, it's just like a softer Okay,
0: lighter. my
3: favorite okay gotcha I think my favorite cakes are the ones that are made with uh whipped cream so either angel fruit cake I love and like the cake that I have for my birthday is a cake where it's like an Oreo wafer cookie. So you do Oreo oh. cookie, whipped cream, Oreo cookie, whipped cream, Oreo cookie, whipped cream. Then you That's cover it up nice. with whipped cream and the moisture from the whipped cream goes into the cookie. So it gets like all soft, like, like it's bomb.
0: I think but we're all collectively regular, elevating right
3: now. Yeah. Yeah. Also <laughs> yeah. Pictures. I'm I, like, oh, I got you. <laughs> it's so good. What
0: What is the best compliment you've ever received?
3: Um, honestly, that I'm a giant care bear. That's the best Aww. compliment that I'll ever receive. Cause I like taking care of people. And sometimes like, I think in life when we show kindness, we feel like sometimes it goes unnoticed and I think we can sing praises. Like, I I, I think it's so kind when people are like, oh, you're so talented and you're so driven. And I take so much pride in that, but I think the nice, but I also work for that, if, if that makes sense kindness just comes naturally to me so when you notice something that i'm naturally not even trying to do it's just like my nature that's the best compliment but also i i I, i'm so grateful for all the ones about my work and stuff too i'm always like thank you so much but also i worked so hard to like like in that field so you know the compliments about things that you're not even trying to do are the ones that you're the most like oh my god thank you so much
0: that's so true that's so sweet um what is one thing you still have from your childhood
3: Mm, my teddy bear i can actually bring Ah. him out hold on so you're gonna have this guy right here i made him when i was three i made him when i was three i build a bear which i don't know if you guys know what build a bear is yeah um but you make your own bear um so he's 18 years old
4: did you put a little heart
3: Yes, he has his little heart, and I believe on that day that I made him, I uh, learned the word papaya, so that's his name.
0: <laughs> so cute.
3: Never had a papaya in my life. Well, there you really? go. Really?
0: Come to Asia.
3: Never.
2: Come here. Come oh, really? We can buy all the papaya. Love that. I'm oh, excited. If you're ever in Singapore, hit me up. You already have my number. I'll bring yes. you around the best spots, promise. And I'll drag oh the creative team along. Let's go, Let's go, go back I'm excited. To a road trip day. Hey?
3: Let's go papaya tasting. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Next one is, what is your favorite movie?
3: It's oh, a tough one. Oh, <laughs> honestly, one of my favorite movies. I think movies need to make you feel, and there's a lot of me- movies that made me feel. However, one. That like I was like drawn in the entire time is Beautiful Boy. It's an indie film with uh, Steve Carell and Timothy Chalamet. Wow, that was really good. That's definitely going to
0: be on our list. Yeah,
3: yeah, and then Avengers, like all (laughs) that. You have like super indie, like I love that. Like like I love Call Me by Your Name, and I love like all Mm -hmm. those indie films. But then I'll go to like Avengers, Avengers. (laughs) Yeah, there you go.
0: What is something you can't do?
3: Sports. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think we just I, saw this with the PE. Yeah. I, you know, I can, I'm tall, so you would assume I'm really good at sports. I just don't, I'm not, I don't have a very competitive spirit in terms of sports because I don't care for it. I'm very competitive with myself. I just don't care about sports. So like, if you're like, why didn't you dive to, like hit the ball because i don't care why would i throw myself on the field and hurt myself just to make a goal For and I a win nothing yeah there's like nothing to win like bragging right okay like i guess <laughs>
0: <laughs> i get that um window or aisle seat
3: Aisle seat because i'm so tall i need like leg room i cannot be in like i i would prefer when i was like younger i would prefer being in the window seat but now, just for comfort reasons, I'll. Yeah. I thought you
1: would
0: say
1: I think I'll. think Belinda, also... Belinda feels the same. Yeah. Yes, oh yeah. my gosh. I had a huge debate the last podcast whether like we would choose window or I'll see. I'm a strong believer of I'll see because once I get on the airplane, I'm going to make use of like the free drinks. So I'm going to go to the toilet so many times. I can't afford <laughs> to be like, sorry, i uh, can you let me shoot every single time? So yeah. I'll see.
3: I'll see it all the way.
0: <laughs> yeah, okay. hopefully for the next few, let's let's try to make it snappy. Let's try to make it juicy. What okay. makes you laugh no matter what?
3: My friends. Oh my friends. Yeah, my friends. What like does literally creativity,
0: yesterday. Oops. What does creativity mean to you?
3: Oh my gosh. Like, okay, philosophy. uh <laughs> uh Create it with. Is, ask the question. Yes. <laughs>
0: what does creativity mean to you?
3: It means. It means traveling. It, it traveling to different places without leaving your body.
0: Put that on a pillow.
3: Yeah. There you go.
4: Everything so <laughs> on
0: a pillow at this point. I just want a lot of pillows. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> home, <laughs> guys <Please>. just- <laughs> what are some of your favorite lyrics of all time
3: my favorite lyric of all oh uh green day i think yeah yeah, yeah. um it would be dang it i'm so bad at this i'm so bad with names of songs uh just a green day like best days of our lives kind of song oh Um, yeah 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 you know it's not hold on this is gonna bother me time time about uh time 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 our our
2: life is it the uh yeah 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 it's a hi high... oh, shoot uh i
3: time of our lives by green day time of our lives. and anyway i hope that you had the time of your life that's that's a lyric yep
0: that's it and what is your favorite yeah. holiday destination
3: oh my gosh um i don't i think i haven't seen them yet i would say like the one i really want to go to is greece and paris london
0: Ah, okay. What heavily played on your music playlist right now?
3: Ooh. Um, Grant Kenoki. Um uh Olivia Rodrigo. And yes. yeah, that would be probably my duo.
0: <laughs> what did you want to be when you grew up when you were 12? An actor. Yeah. What is something you will be not you will not be doing in t- 10 years?
3: Not be doing in 10 years, traveling from Canada and America back and <laughs> forth every other week. <laughs> Green car <laughs> let's go <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> What's an important life lesson for someone to learn?
3: An important lesson Ooh, um, nobody will fight for what you want harder than you will.
0: Nice. how do you start your day
3: i start my day by walking my dog having a cup of tea and being like a real dad and just looking out the window
0: i love those moments you when you're just standing in your yeah. robe and you have like a mug in your hand you're just like taking the beer
3: uh, yeah yeah, and absolutely. then a podcast, always a podcast. Uh, Wild till nine, uh, getting curious. <gasps> I love Wild till nine. I make the merch now. <laughs> I'm the brand no manager now. No I way! know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited. I know. So yeah, I love listening to good podcasts.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Like podcasts, they always give you like a lot of new things to learn, and I love learning a lot of a lot, Love learning new things. I really cannot speak English today. Jeez. Me, okay. <laughs> Even though, like we're natives, but gosh, sometimes yeah. it's it's brutal out here. Okay, it's,
3: it's brutal out here. Yes.
2: Okay, I love Oliver as well. So that's why I was like gotta insert that pun some <sighs> point, you know, in that in the conversation. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes. So what? Okay. So wait, this is gonna be a great question for you. What is okay. the TV? What is the TV series that you will binge on for the rest of your life?
3: Friends, Ooh. friends, all the way. I'm disgustingly obsessed with Friends. I have Friends hat. I have the Friends Funko Pop. I have the Friends Blu-ray box. I just think it brings me so much joy. I can have it on the background. It just makes me happy. Love it.
2: Love that That's so sweet. Love that. So yeah. would you ever? Would you ever live anywhere else besides?
3: canada and la london i love how like Ooh. moody and gorgeous london is
0: it's raining there right now so
3: yeah yeah but like i don't know like i'm <laughs> obsessed with like zoella and like all these youtubers <gasps> mm-hmm. and i see them vlogging and you know, they like they're, they're like oh the garden and then they show like the <laughs> garden in the back and it's beautiful and i also have like a, a ridiculous obsession with jonathan bailey so i just think we could like grow a family in london yeah
2: Yes. Why not? Shoot your, shoot your shot. Shoot your Come shot. Come on, King. Bridgerton. I'll, I'll... Yes. Okay, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, kid. <laughs> if you ever. If you ever, okay? We're, we're here, Rudy, for you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> All right. Thank
3: you. Jonathan, hello.
2: Anthony <laughs> calling. Right. Anthony okay. calling. Pick up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so where is the best vacation that you've ever taken?
3: Ooh, honestly, last month in LA, I loved, I have traveled so much as a kid in the Caribbean, but it's like so uh, far in my head that I don't remember that much. However, I will say going to LA for a full month and just like not looking at my bank account for a full month, just having fun <laughs> and just like going out has been like really good.
2: Absolutely. Like, I, I think all of us just really need a vacation right now at any point. Oh, yeah. Like, oh I think we're all just we're like, point. craving through mm-hmm. Yeah, about, about two, about two. We're yes, <laughs> we'll trudge on. All right. So, what is the book that you are planning on reading?
3: Ooh, um, I want to uh, read the Justin Baldoni book. On
2: oh.
3: Yeah, that looks hmm. really good. I'm excited to read that.
2: If okay, let us know and if you like it's a, a review like what yeah just review it we'll, we'll
4: hear
2: yeah. it okay I'm and ready. i've got my last one before belinda takes over so what who is your favorite male slash female solo artist
3: <laughs> Ooh. okay well it was okay i have a lot to shout out here i have grant kinoki which um tipped, he's gonna be on season two of sunset drive so i'm really excited for people to hear that uh grant kinoki if you guys don't know who he is, he's amazing. He produces his own music and he sings it himself and he's only 19. Oh, then yeah. Olivia Rodrigo, hands Oops. down. We have Common Friends now, which I think is like so cool. I just think she's like a really uh-huh. dope girl. And I think like she just makes really cool music. So I'm really excited for her career. And then uh, Jonah Kagan is also a really big one. And Madison Beer. Love I think her. she's really good. Yeah. <gasps> yeah her
2: vocals on Reckless.
3: Oh, wow. And she's in Montreal tonight. Oh, and I got no one to go with me. Nobody wants to go with go. me. I'm so uh, upset. Just go by yourself. I just go, just go by like yourself.
0: Going yeah, to concerts yeah. by yourself is such a free
3: experience. Okay, but I'm not that big of a main character. Like, I wish I was that main <laughs> character just like alone, like at the concert. I knew my friends were right. But like, I can't, you know what I mean? Um, okay. So, <laughs> um, so her um but i'm probably going to go see her in LA next month so
2: Yes, yes, King. Let me know how yeah. it goes because I am dying to go see Madison Beer. And the next time, who knows, I'll call you up and both of us can be like, oh, you guys should be together.
3: Yes. Each not a night, each day I cry. Come on. Yes, <laughs>
2: really, I, I feel like I found a soulmate now. Like, someone understands yes. how I feel. Uh,
3: yes. <laughs> not me just, like, crying in the floor, on the floor, like, listening to Madison Beer. Yes.
2: Uh, me? <laughs>
3: <laughs> <a>
2: floor. <laughs> okay. All right. okay, babe. Honey fine. I'll text I'll text you about it if I'm not.
3: <laughs> okay. great.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay, All right. I guess I'll take over from here. what is something you're tired of?
3: That I'm tired of? hmm oh Ooh! (laughs) oh this is hard because like am i I trying to get canceled on this podcast you know what i'm saying (laughs) what am i tired of okay i'm tired of people um hyping people up really hard and then when they reach a certain level of success they're just like you're overhyped i'm tired of that let's not do that i
0: agree yeah it's like, who put you here in the first place? Us. Literally.
3: We had a conversation about this, like, literally 20 minutes ago. <laughs> like,
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <We're> wrong. <laughs> yeah. But, if, but I feel like if we say any names, we're going to get flamed on this, like, Joe and I rather, like, just.
3: I have no, Olivia Rodrigo is one. You know, people were hyping her up so much. And now they're like, oh, she's overhyped. Are you kidding me? No, she was there because she deserved it. Maybe you over to her music. Now you're just like tired of it, but she's still popping and very talented.
0: Like when I saw High School Musical, the musical, the series, also shout out to, to your creation. So beautiful. So beautiful. But yeah, when I watched <laughs> the show for the first time, I was like, she is amazing. The music is amazing. What, what What's happening? I love her. And then like two months later, you know, her single comes out, her album comes out and everyone loves her. And then now people are like, why is she at the White House? And I'm like, who put her there? Because
3: she deserves it. Like, yeah. Like she... Come on. To draw the world in as much as she has, it's it takes a lot of talent. So people get bored very easily of things. I think that's what happens. Um, and obviously, like her, her entire album was in the billboard, like top 10. So like yeah. it was played everywhere on the radio because she was in the top 10 and of everything had, like, that like her entire album 10s. was. Mm-hmm. I think she even had more. She had like Good For You. Um, she um, had Deja Vu, Deja Brutal. Vu uh driver's license come on driver's license oh, yeah
0: driver's
3: license. Like, it's, insane. it's just like i think everything. someone said it
0: was after like the beatles she was like or maybe one of the second few who've had that many number ones like for that uh, and like top tens which is just insane because she's like 17.
3: she's she's insane so i will say that i'm tired of people yeah yeah I'm tired of people. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Why is that a window? Okay, never mind. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Other conversation. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, so what is a TV show that you've been binging on recently?
3: Ooh, recently, I want to say Squid Game, but like I binge out like a little while ago. So I'm gonna go totally rogue and say I've been loving pretty. Pretty smart on Netflix.
0: Oh my god, oh, I really cool. like it, and I don't understand why people are hating
2: on it. Same. I think
3: it's like a like little cute sitcom that I love to watch, and so yeah.
2: No, yeah, same. I genuinely feel Sohana, and I feel you as well. Like, I don't know why. I don't know why people just don't like it. I'm like, these are my childhood characters on TV. When, right I, when now. I saw like Greg Zolkin and um, yeah, I was just
0: like, I have to love it. I, I have to. <laughs>
3: I loved it when Greg Saltzman took off his shirt. And after that, I was just, like, sold. <laughs> like, you know? Like, sold. Like, no, I thought it was show. good.
0: Generally, like, apart from the sitcom aspect of it, I liked how they were a little more mature. I liked how, even though they were those stupid punchline jokes, it was still, you know, kind of in touch with what we're, what we're all going through. I liked, like, the underlying... Okay, this is just becoming, like, a TV... TV no, love it. <laughs> no, but I liked love the it. underlying message of... The person who looks like they got it all together actually doesn't and you know all that yeah. kind of stuff i think they touched on they like just touched on so many different things that I yeah like...
3: i think they lack chemistry and uh comedic liberty i feel like a lot of the time they just go by the script and i think they could do so much more if they let these actors just kind of like try things out I think um, the jokes
0: were a little like they were like oh you look so wrong easy. like the 2010 and nah, nah, then nah, you know like yeah
3: just like the typical easy jokes
0: yeah
3: yeah, yeah i think like i would have had them bond a little bit more but then again in comps typically they have the time to do it over the span of 25 episodes and they've only had like eight. eight so like you know it is what it is but it's good i liked it
1: okay thank you for your fun insights in this rapid fire segment so that'll be the end of our second top set stay tuned for our third top set where we'll be having a chill chat with anthony
4: yes okay, thanks guys see
1: you <laughs>
2: Welcome back to the third segment of Create. I'm Mildred. I'm Belinda.
0: And I'm Sahana. And with us today
3: is I'm Anthony. Yeah. <laughs>
4: Hello.
0: Welcome back, <laughs> listeners. <Stop>. King. <Okay>.
3: <laughs> you know, you know the vibes. You know
2: what it is. <laughs> okay. I second that, I second that. yes Yes, our first two segments were
0: extremely fun and yeah just to close it off we thought we'd have like a little chill chat get to ask anthony a little bit more about his future plans and all of that fun stuff so yeah just like something that i always think about when i you know when you live at creators lives and i feel like now everyone's kind of focused on showing the real aspect of things like oh what's behind Mm -hmm. the highlight reel and all and i think a lot of that comes down to your personal well-being and your personal goals and what you go through on a day-to-day basis. So are there any personal goals that you've put in priority this past year or something that you think you've been working on?
3: Um, I think just like letting myself be is like a big one. I just think like, you know, a lot of the time, like I set like really ambitious goals for myself and I find like a million to one reasons why like that's a risk and that's maybe not the most like conventional way to go about things. But I think like one thing that I started like to really prioritize is like just like traveling more, going to L.A. more, just like seeing people more like my friends, like, oh, like Jordan Fisher is on Broadway in December. You want to go? i um, typically would have been like, oh, like money wise, how is that going to work? And like, where am I going to be now? More just kind of like, yeah, because you just never know what's going to happen in a month, in two months, in a year um work obligations life obligations so i think for me it's about like prioritizing that stuff i think we're in a really cool generation where you know like at our age in like the 20s like generations before us we're just like okay we got to start saving up for a house and the mortgage and you know retirement fund and all that stuff and i think it's a good and a bad thing because I feel like our generation now is way more like I want to travel, I want to experience things because I feel like the older generations have expressed so many times like I wish I would have traveled more, I wish I would have done that more, I wish I would have done this more. So I feel like our generation is very axed on that, and um, I'm starting to be like that a little bit more too.
0: That's really nice. Just saying yes to things, not having
3: something. yeah, Hashtag yeah, just living life. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's right.
3: it's,
0: it's honestly so great that you can even shuttle between la and canada because for us in singapore that's kind of a dream of the future um but how long fun. is the
3: fight for you guys
0: Ooh. oh um it would be like 13 to 15 hours i would say and we'd have to just <laughs> wow. over yeah we'd have a layover at tokyo oh. to get to la um
3: yeah yeah i mean it's also
0: a dream because just because of covid
3: like, oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. How's COVID holding up where you guys are at?
0: Good. I feel like we've been dealing with it well. We're just going to see how, how it goes in the next couple of months. Um, we just launched like a little vaccinated traveler's lane, which is so if you're vaccinated, you can go on specific flights, which everybody will be vaccinated. And then you do a couple tests before, a couple tests after and first from specific countries, obviously. But it's made it much better because people don't have to quarantine. So if you want to come from L.A., you won't have
3: to quarantine. Down, like in Canada, they also started that. Like you need a negative COVID test and um, you can travel. And I think they're going to start implementing you also need to be vaccinated for Canada.
2: Ooh. Yeah.
3: Mm -hmm.
2: Good stuff and good effort that the government has been making, especially, you know, like with this pandemic, we're all just trying to end it as quickly as we can but for now we're just gonna have to like take what we can get and you know just run with it because you know we're trying to live life but you know sometimes life does not give us lemons yes safely sometimes can I I
0: just say I was in class today and this girl next to me on her laptop she had like one of those you know those label maker sticker things on her laptop and I could just see the, the beginning and it said um life is tough and I was like okay like I I see where this is going and then I I moved my laptop and it said life is tough but tough is lifer and I just I just looked at it for five minutes I was like okay
3: you really thought you did something there
0: (laughs) (laughs) no really I mean I guess it's it's a way to live life it's it's a philosophy yes you
3: know but yeah life is hard right now one of my favorite lines from friends is from the first episode Monica turns to Rachel she's like welcome to the real world it sucks but you're going to love it. Yes. That's
0: so true. Yeah. I think that says a lot about like what it is being in our twenties. Like just, today I was having a typical conversation of, Oh, thirties is the new twenties, you know? And yeah, you're so right. Like the, whatever we imagined, like what our parents or our grandparents imagined twenties would be not true for it's our delayed. generation. Yeah. Yeah. It's
3: like delayed 10 years. It's like the kids and all that stuff. I feel like our generation, it's more in their thirties. They buy their house in their thirties. 20s are just like enjoy it i feel like that's what that's what our generation is like for sure
2: figuring it out yeah and hopefully we don't get axed by squid game people
3: (laughs) you know what in montreal they're doing a real life squid game not actually murdering people but um you get eliminated and the final person wins money i believe i heard mr beast is trying (gasps) to
0: make one of his own as well he's probably no mr
3: beast is gonna be like paintball or something he's gonna shoot people i just know he is
2: (laughs) i don't (laughs) think he's being shot by a paintball gun
3: (laughs) i don't want to do it it's not worth it it's actually really fun
0: i love paintball
3: i do not you know what (laughs) you you can go you you can go i will cheer (laughs) you from the stands i will cheer for you from the stands i just don't get the, the the pleasure why not? I think water it's like the competitive
0: sphere that you mentioned you are lacking.
3: Yeah. <laughs> like, what about, like, I would love a good water balloon. But oh, I mean, think water
0: balloon fights are so fun. So fun. See?
3: Way better. Way better. <laughs> That's what
0: I'm no, but tying into what you even mentioned about, you don't know, want to travel and just live your life. Um, are there, now that things are opening up, are there any travel destinations in mind or maybe content creators from the other side of the world that you hope to interact with?
3: I would love to go to England. Like, love to go to England. I like in terms of travel. I'm pretty packed for like the next year. Like, I'm going to LA next month, and then December, New York, possibly mm-hmm. Paris. Don't know yet. Um, I know for GMACon in Paris, I might be working um. for like Maddie's merch stand for mm-hmm. that. Um, so maybe Paris, not official. But then like next year in May, I'm going on a cruise with my friends.
4: Wow. Um, and
3: I know. And I think like probably like fall fall uh twenty twenty
0: two
3: Europe. I would love to go to Europe, like Paris, England. Oh my
0: god, Europe fall is so pretty.
3: Mm. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Just cause I want to meet up with Zoella and just like ah. have a cup of tea. You know what I mean? Just a cup of let's tea. Let's with do her let's her do a bath and, yeah, let's do a bath and body works fall oh. haul like she did back in the day.
0: I, I love miss that, that age of YouTube. I really miss that. Yeah, age she
3: was just like, it has hints of, and I was like, yes, you describe <laughs> that smell to me, Zoella. <laughs> My sister moved to
0: London, and she's been living there for like five years now. And sometimes I hear like a little, a little London accent coming in, and I'm like, is that Zoella talking? I, I can feel it. I can feel the Primark yeah. calls. I can
3: feel <laughs> it. I love Zoella <laughs> so much. I would love to work mm-hmm. with her.
0: But speaking of working with fun people, are there any cool opportunities in the pipeline that you're allowed to talk about?
3: Are there? Um, Larry and I are working on cool things. Larry from High School Musical. We're working on cool things. Um, I, I don't have, like, that much, like in the works just because in terms of like time i'm um, being spread so thin with like mm-hmm. uh fan joy and podcasting yeah and how do you manage all of design. that like i don't know i don't no <laughs> sleep club just <laughs> i don't sleep um no but it's been it's like really it's ironic. been like really great yeah literally
2: it's to be yeah it, it's ironic you put that on the pillow no seats. <laughs> it's so ironic
3: you know what we might you know this is like this is like for staying up you know it's like your hoodie for staying up um yeah. But, but yeah I mean I don't have that much stuff in the works in terms of like cool new people that I've never worked with before mm-hmm. but I have a lot of like we're talking about stuff um mm. so who knows probably for 2022 I have a lot of stuff going on but I would love to do a uh, musical artists merch. Uh, I would love to, I got a taste of it making Maddie's merch and I would love to keep making that. And yeah, I just, I'm really excited for the future. I'm excited to work, keep working with people that I'm, I'm so close to at this point. And I excited to see where it leads. Cause like there's so many things that I want to talk about, but it's like, nothing's been confirmed yet. So oh, yeah. uh, stay tuned for 2022.
0: That's really cool. Can you tell us anything more about um, season two of your podcast?
3: Oh yeah. Okay. So season two is going to be not as catered as the first season one. And uh, first season was, and the reason I'm saying that was because the first season was so hard to do because I was editing it, reaching out myself, hosting it myself, setting up tech equipment myself. And um, at at a certain point, it was just like really also during, because I did the research on all my guests and (laughs) I I made sure to ask like very like, like, you know thoughtful direct yeah exactly but when i recorded the first season my favorite episodes were the ones with like julia lester and owen joiner and madison and a lot of those questions like all of the fan favorite questions i just came up with like on the spot you know so i think like for future episodes you're learning from colleagues yeah literally (laughs) i'm learning from the best um but i think for all the future uh, the episodes that are about to come out they're way more like stripped down and they're way more like casual like who are our common friends how do we know each other and like kind of like you know talking about everything from what Ashley's is going on in their careers because i think that's important but most importantly like just like shits and gigs like just like whatever yeah. comes to mind whatever topic comes to mind whatever they feel strongly about I think and we'll those are the most out...
0: natural
3: yeah and then we'll round out the episodes always with like a good little like you know you know sum up of like the career and what's going on and like talk about career driven stuff but I think for me I've just been really loving like really off the cuff conversations and for the first season I was very uh, not hyper aware but I was very like I need to make sure these are guests that my audience will like, and these are guests Mm -hmm. that people will love. And I was so concerned with that. And, you know, I turned down some really cool people that I would have loved talking to, but because they weren't a part of kind of the world that I was diving in, I just wanted to really establish the podcast. And now that I think it's like really established and there's like a core fan base for it, I think it's time for me to like introduce people that people are not going to be expecting. Yeah. And you know, like I'm talking, if like now that it's Allen like an Ellen show. <gasps> yeah. Just like Jalen yeah. Allen from the Ellen show to some of the actors from Shazam to um, Grant to my friend, Sarah from TikTok. Like just like, just like very casual conversations. And I might bring like, even like, what if I brought like Larry and like Madison together on a podcast, mm. like from different shows, yeah. and just have like a I mean, like a you know table talk kind of thing? I think it'd be really yeah,
2: absolutely. And they're from like the same kind of like realm even because I guess their common denominator would be like uh, you Her and audience. also their the audience and Kenny, like yeah. the director yeah. of like Julian Phantoms and also uh, High School Musical the musical the series. So like that would be such an interesting concept, and I hundred percent like agree with you that if you're you know talking about something you're more passionate about and like just super chill like like conversations that we're having like right now I feel like you come out of your shell a little bit more and you express yourself like so much better and like I see that and like a lot of people like will genuinely like who love the show would definitely stay on just to like listen and like like doesn't matter it's about careers, shits and gigs and like all the kinds of stuff but at the end of the day I really really think it's like content that's like super true to you and like I'm excited to see where Sunset Drive goes like Um, even from this
0: conversation you can just see like all of us and especially you in your independent field have so much experience and advice and little things to share and it all comes together in quite like a stimulating conversation and I, I can imagine that like listeners as well are like, you know, this this makes you think. And the more you have these conversations, the more it takes your brain into, oh, what is possible? What can I do?
3: Yeah. And I think, like, we're starting to be, like, way more aware of this stuff. Like, we're starting to, like, really open our minds. But I think, like, I don't know about you guys, but, like, conversations when I listen to, like, you know, anybody on, like, The Ellen Show or something.
1: Uh-huh. Like,
3: they have a conversation. I'm working on this movie. And they, they it kind of build a wall between the actor and the rest of the world. Cause you kind of put them on a pedestal It just feel like really big. My hope for Sunset Drive season three at that time, I think I'll be living in LA full time is to pitch it to, yeah. is to pitch it to a podcast distributor, like a uh, stitcher or earwolf or something like that. And I could actually have like a set where I can like just sit in real time. And we'd had conversations about that with a couple of producers And a lot of them are interested in maybe that happening uh, in the near future. So yeah, it'd be about like getting the podcast, um, getting the guests. And actually, I just want it to be like a giant couch that we're just sitting on with like a microphone and like, let's just talk about it. And if they're of the age, let's whip out some drinks. Like Let's have a drink and let's talk about it. you know like i yeah. just wanted to be a really chill vibe i don't know how old you guys are maybe that was too far but you don't know no, what I mean.
0: we're, like- all, we're-, <laughs> we're all in singapore legal age is 18 so yeah. oh there we go so yeah.
3: that's kind of what i hope the podcast leads to yeah
0: I honestly yeah. really love how how many more podcasts I'm consuming and how many of my creators are creating podcasts, like my favorite yeah. digital creators. I think it's so cool. And it makes me think like, oh my God, I want to start a podcast. But then you think, I mean, I know it's different for you, but for like the normal everyday citizen here, we're just a bit like, what can I say that's different? And what different yeah. I- taste can I add?
3: But you know, I thought the exact same thing when I started mine too. I was like, everybody has one. What's special about this one? nothing and that's what i told myself (laughs) in the beginning and i don't know if you guys noticed but like i had the biggest audience on anthony's graphics and i did not Mm -hmm. talk about the podcast on anthony's graphics until Mm -hmm. a month ago because i wanted to make sure that the audience that i grew from sunset drive were truly from the podcast yeah just the podcast. You don't know who I am, what I do. You'll find out through the podcast at some point. But I wanted to be like a total like fan base that came just for the episodes. And now I'm starting to introduce the two of them and and make the mesh. But I thought the same thing. But we have to realize if what special is your point of view, and nobody will have your point of view ever. And if people relate to that point of view and they relate to your tone and your expressions and the way you approach certain topics, then you'll grow your following. What's really competitive now in podcasting is it's like over consumption. Like there's so many podcasts, but there's a reason why some of them sustain the test of time. And those are people who are not doing it for the audience. They're doing it for themselves. If you look at Colleen and her husband, Eric. Oh, yeah. Colleen knows nothing about podcasts. Never watched podcasts. Never did them. She's just like sitting with her husband once a week and having a cool conversation that people and love we all want to
0: listen
3: to. Yeah, when you look at Lauren DIY and Jeremy Lewis, mm-hmm. they have the. Um, I don't know why there's I so much it. dust.
0: I, I literally love Wild <laughs> 9. I love the guests they bring. I love the conversations they have. I love their outlook. I guess, yeah, you're right. Like their outlook.
3: They have, yeah, they have such a great tone. I love their charisma together. And I think what makes them special is because, yeah, they're, they're very business driven. But also, I just feel like they're just having a good time. And as soon as it's not fun anymore, I met Garrett uh, from Sweet Boys. Uh, uh, Garrett Watts. I met him at a party. And I was like, why aren't you making sweet boy anymore and they were just like well because we weren't having fun doing it so we're going to take a little break and we might come back doing it we might not but you know if it's not fun anymore don't do it anymore so I think it's all about loving what you do and I think that comes through definitely
2: that's such a great message that you're putting out because like if we all if all of us didn't have this passion we wouldn't be sitting here right now we wouldn't even be having this conversation even so I think it's so crazy that like we have that passion that fuels us and like you as a creative, all of us create creatives in our own way. We appreciate and we love learning from one another. And like, I, like we've also addressed earlier in the first segment that there might be times when we feel a little bit burnt out or like that kind of thing. So obviously like, you know, there are so many things we can do to just take a break, you know, go outside, go for a walk, walk your dog, you know, and like come back to it and you feel much more refreshed and, much like more ready to go than ever so absolutely i'm like loving the conversation we're having right now and of course let's also jump right into like other chill things like do you have any other hobbies that you do in your free time because i know you were talking about like traveling and all that kinds of stuff
3: I've been getting into film photography a lot, uh, which is something no. I love. Honestly, devastating story. I went to LA for a month and took a bunch of film pictures just to figure out that my camera was not working properly. So no. all the pictures that I took, gone. Never oh, got I've to see them. So upset. I was upset for a really long time. I was my friend Sarah. She's like, "It's fine. We'll, we'll take more pictures. We'll take more pictures." And I was oh, like, "Oh, that's so sweet." But all the other pictures that I took are all gone. I was so disappointed. Oh, God, I get that. Yeah, I so making... film photography. Go ahead, go ahead. No, yeah, you can
0: take
3: it. Oh, I was just saying, like, I was just, I, I've been loved taking film photography. I've been honestly loving just like movies and like TV shows right now. I just love consuming stuff a lot, which may be a good or bad thing, but it just fuels my creative energy. And I've been loving like starting up projects also. You know, with Larry, that's one thing that we're trying to do is like launch something really fun. And um with my friend Sarah, like I was like, oh, let's like launch something super fun. And I've just been loving just like spitballing, like, let's come uh, up with something cool. Wanna write a TV show? Let's write a TV show. Why yeah. not? You know, I've been loving doing that for sure. That's so nice.
0: No, one thing yeah. what you what your your story about the phone camera reminded me was yeah, just time into the whole content creation thing I started doing this thing which was like a one second a day video so I would take like a one second video every day and then at the end of the year I had like a six minute long video so it was kind of like a like a slideshow of pictures but since it was video it would have that added little like movement or audio and it was my favorite thing ever right so I finished my 2021 uh like my 2020 and I I originally only made it for myself I thought I wouldn't even show it to my friends it was just like a very raw you know that kind of one I loved it and then I was like okay I'm gonna do it again for 2021 and then something happened with my phone backup and the entire summer of 2021 is missing so I have up to like maybe April and then I started again in September and I don't know where everything from the middle is and of course I have the pictures of course I have the like the conversations and I have the memories but I completely get what you're saying like you can't just take those pictures again
3: oh and it was so disappointing my camera's right there and like as soon as I land in LA I'm going to a camera shop just so they can fix whatever was broken because I was so disappointed. But you know, mm. you pick yourself back up and I had really cool pictures on my phone. And I'm going again. So, you know, yeah. we're gonna have good memories again.
2: Yeah, absolutely. that's the attitude. That's the editorial one. But wait, just Let's curious. Go. Like, yeah, absolutely. Just okay, quick question, because I'm curious. What film camera do you use?
3: It is the Canon AE one.
2: Mm-hmm. Film, it, right? like you. The... It's like, oh,
3: yeah. yeah, it's right here and I, love I, kind of, I haven't even unpacked it because I can't
2: look at it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry,
3: it's the one.
2: Oh, that's
3: beautiful. Really nice. Okay, well. it's
2: beautiful. Um, it's pretty. Even if it's, it's pretty.
3: I just, maybe I'm just gonna like watch a couple of tutorials before I leave. I just need to make sure that it takes pictures this time because <laughs> I don't want to be disappointed again. Mm. Oh. <laughs> My pets are coming into the room. Sorry if you hear barking or meowing. Oh, do
1: you have a cat? Do we have a cat too?
3: Kobe? yeah, I have pets. Kobe, yeah, oh. Bobby,
2: come here. We're all thriving right now. Oh, hi. Oh my God, <laughs> oh, you precious.
3: I know. Oh. You're a handsome man.
4: Yeah, you're he's crazy. so
3: tiny. Kobe, like K O B E, like the basketball player that oh, sadly right. passed.
4: Oh, that's and so I think nice. it's so
3: funny because he's so tiny. So it's like, <laughs> Kobe, there you go. But yeah, he's my sweet little man. And now he wants to eat the food that's on my table. So we're going to let him go.
2: <laughs> All right. <There> you go. <laughs> yeah,
3: what breed that's Kobe. is
2: he? What breed is he? He's, home? Uh,
3: he's almost one. He's not one yet. And he's a mini golden doodle.
4: Oh, yeah. oh my god
3: and right now he's shaved i promise like oh, i can show you guys a picture like when he's like fully furry and just like dog nation like hold on i need to show you guys a picture just because it's so cute and like i don't know why but they shaved him so disappointing so 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 disappointing but he's just like yeah he typically looks like this he's a little furrier you're
2: <gasps> oh, so i
3: know low battery
2: uh, but yeah, so he's he's a us. sweet dude. <laughs> oh. Bring him with you till to LA.
3: <laughs> I want to, but they won't let me because, like, you know how they, they have to go in the cockpit if you bring a dog if they're not like properly like they don't have the certification. So you have to put the dog in the cockpit, and it's like really traumatizing for some dogs. So I'm not going to do it to him.
1: oh I see. Okay. Yeah. So I'm gonna bring this back. Um so I'm gonna diverge from the previous topic. So are there any companies or people you want to work with currently?
3: <gasps> yes, I would love to do Phineas's merch, Billy Eilish's <gasps> brother.
4: Ooh.
3: Yeah, I've worked on his podcast art and I just wanna work with him again, like Ooh. desperately. So I would love to do that. Honestly, Zendaya. I don't know what I would yes. work for her with
0: oh my anything God. for her, like anything, Queen. anything. Would- Honestly,
3: if she were to start like a makeup brand or something, just all Queen. the packaging, love. Yeah,
4: yeah. so cool.
3: Yes, so you know someday i would have like top-notch branding.
0: Yes. Of course, yes. yeah, absolutely. I'm excited. and you are the best of the best. So, exactly.
2: hey,
3: thank you. So- hey. <laughs> Why
2: she- absolutely. Why wouldn't she have you like?
3: I know. I just don't. Th- I think Zendaya is like very picky about her business endeavors. I'm sure she's been pitched to make a collab before. Oh I'm sure it's not new, but I think there's probably a reason why she didn't do it. Honestly, knowing her, she's probably like bad gal Riri's like the, the G at that. So we're, not gonna, mm. we're not gonna jump on Fenty, but and I'll be down. Anything Zendaya wants to do, Zendaya gets. <laughs> Timothy Chalamet, also. You know what I mean? Anybody. I would honestly work for anybody.
0: Oh, God, I was just thinking of a makeup brand called Beautiful Boy. Like, wouldn't that just be like the most perfect makeup brand ever?
3: Yeah, and like so, like gender bending. Are you
0: kidding? Yeah, it's it just like a little homage to his. i oh just love it.
3: Yeah, like a Beautiful Boy, like blush palette.
1: <gasps> <gasps> I would spend <sighs> a lot of money on that.
2: Oh, I don't know why I'm a giving a this video advice
3: video? for free. <laughs> I don't know why I'm giving all this stuff for free <laughs> to me. Call me.
2: Okay, we'll call you. We'll make it happen. Call me, baby, <laughs> You
3: want to reach me? <laughs> Come on. <It's> impossible. <laughs> What's the itch? It. I'll be Rufus. I'll be the naked mole rat.
4: Oh my
1: god. I'm
3: run. Yeah.
1: <laughs> sorry i choked <laughs> okay don't <well>. die <laughs> i got too excited talking about king possible
3: <laughs> yes
1: <laughs> well on that topic thank you anthony for coming to our podcast today we are so nice. honored to have you and we had a great time i can say that for all of us and thank um, you yeah, we are listening to radio pulse the son of nus we are create and i'm belinda
3: i'm sohana
2: I'm Mildred and
3: I'm Anthony. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much, everyone. Thank
2: you. Good night. Yes. See you same time next week for the new episode of Create. Let's go.